Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Well... Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all of you all across the world. Welcome to today's daily meeting where you get a behind the scene look, behind the scenes look of how the ATSJR Companies is run by our founder and CEO. Always a pleasure to see each and every one of you. Please, please, please use whatever you have to take notes so you can steal from this gentleman because everything he says is always a nugget for you somehow in your business, in your companies, and in your lives, okay? So make sure you steal. He, that's what he says to do. So hey, go ahead. It's nothing wrong with it. If you say, you know what, I'm going to take this and steal it. He says, please do. So make sure you do that, all right? Always again, always a pleasure to see each and every one of you all. And there is our illustrious founder and CEO. So let me pass it over to the gentleman who hails from Galveston, Texas, millionaire maker, innovator, creator, the gentleman who's, whose dreads is hanging down his back. Shake it for me one time. Shake it for, shake it for me one There we go. That's it. Ladies, <laughs> Jerome said he ain't nothing but a heathen. But our founder and CEO, <laughs> Mr. Antonio T. Smith, Jr. 
Good morning, everyone. Grand Rising, and I appreciate all of you for being here. Where is Ashley? You are first on my list. First on my list. Where are you? There you go. I'm your mic, Ashley. I called her before she woke up. Really? Yes, yes. I know you've been up since three o'clock in the morning with the kid. All right, give me an update best as you can about what you've been doing. It's not embarrassing. Don't worry about it. You're not in trouble, but just give me an update. Marketing for the Instagram. Um, I've been creating marketing for the ATSTB and promoting ATSTB and uh, ATS Fitness and... What else have I been doing? Oh, and I also been working on my 10, uh, 10,000 a month and I created a call center and I am in the process of creating an insurance uh, plug as well. All right. So there's a lot there, but a lot of that sounds futuristic. So let me ask you a few questions. What are you calling marketing and what are you calling creating marketing you said both of those in the very beginning you said you are marketing and you said you're creating marketing and then you said ats tv define both of those for me so scheduling out the hero posts and making sure we get to the uh the five thousand a week and also training uh others on hero posts as well as marketing so that i can stop doing that and focus on other things and um that's what as far as creating and then as far as um doing and creating i've been making marketing for atstb as far as like text information as well as well as interactive uh marketing information so people can all text and respond to any of the market all right so if i was i don't know if you didn't know me and i was to come in as the new let's say i bought ats and i was to come into ats and then i would say show me the building you are creating, the tangible results, what would you show me? I would show the increase of activity on the page on Instagram, as well as uh, the responses via text uh, whenever is all the leads that I, whenever as I get leads, basically. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Everybody on mute, you might clap for Ashley. Pretty good. Handle yourself well. Look at you. There you go. Okay. She was in trouble. Yeah, you wouldn't in trouble. I even said it up front, you wouldn't in trouble. All right. Hold on. I'll mute your mic. I want you to focus on one more thing. Okay. Everything you said is good, but I have a habit of saying everything is about conversion. Right. I'm talking to everybody now. I'm talking to everybody now. Okay. Because I'm about to do something here in a second. When everybody listen. If you're not converting, it's garbage. All right, got me? This is where I differ from most of what you all, let's take, all right, give me, who, who is your favorite, some, somebody name me, name me your favorite marketers or favorite personal brands, please. It doesn't matter. Just name me some. Marketer. Okay. Apple is obviously one hell of a personal brand and a brand and marketing. Good. Apple. Who else? Come on. Give me something. I want to show you something. Lisa Nichols. Lisa Nichols is one. Most fantastic. I said McDonald's. 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 (laughs) Beyonce. I'm I'm, I'm going to say Tabitha Brown. I like her. 
Tabitha Brown hit the scene and Mm -hmm. slaughtered it, right? From TikTok to cable television. You got to put her in there. You have to put her in there. All right. Who it, Gary V. Grant Cardone. Okay. All right. Gary V is top of my list too. Um, Grant actually Gary V and Grant Cardone would be one. It's like Harvard, Yale, Princeton, they're all one, and everybody else is fighting for the, you know, the fourth spot because the one, one and one, Harvard, Yale, Princeton. You got Harvard, Yale is is Gary V and Grant Cardone. I don't even have a three. I don't even put anyone in their stratosphere. If I had a third person, it would have to be Tom Bellew. If I had a third, or, or, or Billy Jean is marketing. If I had a third person, it would be either one of those gentlemen. It would be either one of those gentlemen. And if I had to round it into a top five or a top 10, then Mel Robbins would be in my top 10 for sure. Mel Robbins to five second rule. She is a great marketer as well. Now, keep your mic unmuted, Ashley. If it's not converting, now in this case, you're converting. Don't get it twisted, but it's never good enough. Antonio, you can't say that. Yes, I can. Yes, you can. I actually like when you say that because that gives me more to, it it pushes me. What what, (laughs) what worked then, what worked now. There's always more. Exactly. So now that you're getting engagement, I want you to start putting call to actions. This is what I'm talking about, right? Text this number. Or, or even if you simply say, what was your favorite part about this break? What would you have done differently? It needs to be, Abraham Lincoln was, this is a true story. Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln was at a Baptist preacher's sermon. And the preacher is just doing a great job. Everybody's excited. And at the end, the presidential aide said, wow, President Lincoln, wasn't that a great sermon? And President Lincoln said, it wasn't a sermon and it wasn't great. I said, wow, why, why would you say that? He said, it can only be a sermon and it can only be great if he challenged me to do something. I'm way too young to talk like that, okay? I need you to process. I got you. I got you. Hey, Antonio. (laughs) Yes, sir. Go ahead, Pastor Steven. You know, the reason why he said that, the reason why anyone would say that is because he was ready to be challenged. That's facts. And Ashley, go find the people ready to be challenged. You understand? You haven't said anything if you haven't challenged me to do anything. That's why I make sure I end. Everybody, you think you think I've, I have this habit of doing a drop the mic moment before I end. No, what I'm doing is I am bracing it all together, putting it in one little funnel, and I'm saying this. Every time I talk, I make sure I am challenging you to do something. No matter where the conversation goes towards the end. You even hear me say, it, I say, all right, well, let's wrap this up. We're playing on the ground so we can get one solid understanding. I do it all the time. Because if I haven't challenged you, I haven't spoken. Serena, Serena Brown Travis, my very good friend, Les Brown's youngest daughter, CEO of his, his legacy side, calls it verbal masturbation. 
She says, what she calls it, this is what she calls it. She says, some people just talk because it makes them feel good. (laughs) That's what she calls it. That's what she calls it. So I want you to know, let's not be out here and just talking to feel good. Okay, we're going to convert. Now, that doesn't mean everyone needs to go into our list. What I'm saying is everyone needs to be incredibly inspired to do something after every single time we interact with them they need to be converted over here converted to their dreams converted this to the the universe will wash it all out properly you understand you don't have to count your money when the universe has an abundance of all of it i'm trying to help somebody in this place you understand you just have to make sure you show up and show up with intentionality. So the last thing I say about this, because I'm going to actually have somebody speak to this fact. The last thing I'll say about this is simple. At some point, y'all have to get out of the special revelation of things and get into the execution of things. And by y'all, I mean every last one of you. You understand? Every last one of you. It can't always be about prayer. You, you, you know what I'm saying? It can't. It, it can't. It can't be about prayer. Uh, let's see. If you're a Christian, it's that faith with faith without works. It's dead, yeah. right? If you're a Christian, Jesus didn't pray himself on the cross. Hey, I'm not gonna go up there. I'm just gonna pray. You know what I'm saying? Nah, 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 nah. No, no. The prayer happened after the action of the sacrifice. Like, like literally on the cross, prayer happened. Not prayer happened in lieu of the cross you know what I'm okay go ahead Ibrahim Antonio just what you're saying right now I have two paragraphs from my book about exactly this so it's such a coincidence I want to read out loud yeah please that's okay with me. okay so this is um uh, this is a chapter called how to be interesting at parties and it starts with if you have read classics of organization theory you'll definitely remember the chapter regarding the basis of social power but if you're not a social sciences nerd here's the gist of it according to the authors the basis of social power is a person or a concept's ability to change another's mind and make them act on this change of mind If you're able to create a psychological change in a person that leads them to act in a different way, the resultant collective action of you and this person's interaction is an indicator of your social power. A simpler way to say this is if you can change people's mind, you have power over them. That is why you should not just have intention behind your words, but have your intention specifically be to create change. So just bring this away from the, the uh, being interesting in, at parties to our context. Look, are we powerful individually in the ADS family or are we weak? It's an either or question. You're either powerful or you're weak. There's no middle. And if you're powerful, you should have the ability to change people's minds such that they actually physically act on how you've changed their mind. 
and you have to wield this power. So intention behind your words can be soft and vague, like building up the ADS brand or making people feel nice or making, but the more this change is hard, right? Like subscribing to a service they've never heard of before, for example, the harder this changes, the more powerful you are for making that change happen. So for ADS family or for whatever reason, you should always aim to have more power. And the best indicator of this power isn't how many people call you sir, what your bank balance is, it is your ability to lose everything, but just with your words, create such a change in someone's mind that it actually makes them physically act in a different way compared to how they were gonna act in your absence. And that is what makes your presence valuable. Absolutely, thank you so much, Dion. I'm gonna have you define how you define marketing because it's relevant right here after what Ibrahim just said. Ashley, unmute your mic and tell them what you just told me privately and expound on that so they can see what you understand. And Grace and Monica and anybody else listening, I wasn't just talking to Ashley. You're crazy if you think I was. I basically just said thank you because I hear you. Is the question, the questions that we ask or that we pose in any of the marketing or any of the verbiage that we provide in the comments or even in the caption, it has to have power to convert. It's it's worthless to say if it doesn't convert. Uh, so, and even just the question that allowed them to uh, engage more is important as well. So thank you for that because that is something- Engaging more is a conversion. Right. Like, look, look, please, please hear me. I don't mean you shouldn't, because if, if you all, if I tell you convert, put them in list, because what y'all gonna try to do is you're just gonna sound like a damn TV commercial. Like, think about it. We don't even, when y'all are watching, I've been watching the Olympics the last two weeks. And every time, my only complaint with the Olympics is the commercials. They're serious. Now, some of them have been heartfelt and heartwarming. But every single time that a commercial came on, I picked up my phone. So, look, 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 look. Pay attention to what I'm saying. I was watching the Olympics on my phone. And then I picked up my other phone not to pay attention to my phone. Mm. That's not good. We live in a strange <laughs> world, y'all. No, this is true. If, if, if back in the day, we take we take road trips and stuff, we all look at the billboards and we have fun, we play I Spy, we do that anymore. We all, like literally, we all, everybody left their house this morning or will leave their house this morning and take their charger with you. We are literally going to take a power pack and a source of energy to ignore things like commercials. So when you get on social media and sound like a commercial, people are just going to pick up their phone and go past you. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I'm not telling you to convert a sound like a commercial. I'm telling you every time you open up your mouth, Kevin, it should be some information that nobody else has, that only you have. You have introduced somebody and they say, wow, I've got to inbox this guy or something like that. Got me? Okay, good job. Good job, Ashley. Very proud of you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you very much. Diana, you have, Ibrahim, check this out. You're going to like this because it backs up what you just said. Diana, you have a very, 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 very good way of defining marketing. I don't even remember it, but I know you do it better than me. Define it for me. Marketing is the act of changing beliefs 
with the intent of purchase. That is beautiful. Wow. Do it one more time now. That is beautiful. Marketing is the act of changing beliefs with the intent of purchase. I have a definition for selling too. Give it to me. Selling is the act of analyzing an offer and overcoming objections. That's facts. Overcoming objection, analyzing offer. Do me you a favor and put both of those definitions in. The, actually, just put the marketing okay. in the chat for me. This you is, want my definition for closing too? Might as well. Closing is the logical reasons to act now, call now, and get the second set free. Like That's the definition. Call now and get the second set free. So closing is the logical reasons to act now. That makes good sense. I'm, you but, want my definition for dropping bombs? Yeah. What Deanna just did. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. No, definitely. Like, like, give me that marketing definition one more time because it's so relevant. Marketing is the act of changing beliefs with the intent of purchase. So every time you post, especially if you're posting on my team, because I taught you all how to post, you need to change people's beliefs. If you're not posting with the, I once, I once got into it with a, I shouldn't even say this. I once had a disagreement with a, with a preacher of a generation older than mine. Okay, there we go. And it's, it's at this point, Jerome, I'm going to be extremely political here, okay? <clears throat> and I'm not sure why. First off, he wasn't even that old. He had to be at least 15 years older than me. I don't know why he acted 50 years older than me. I'm not sure what, what, what this is, but anywho. And he had this issue with thinking that if you preached, someone should be saved. He was convinced that only Jesus can save. Now, right here, I'm about to get into some really muddy water, okay? Now, I hear him, and that is correct, should you be a, what you call a Trinitarian card-carrying Christian, right? You believe in the Nicene Creed. Ain't nothing wrong with this. But you're not allowed to be a vessel and think you're not going to vessel today. At some point, you must believe that when you channel God, you're going to have so much conviction, somebody going to hear it. Fat, fat Antonio, T. Smith Jr. <laughs> Go ahead, Prophet Jay. I know I'm in your driveway right now. Good morning. How you doing? Yes, sir. Good morning. Man, let me tell you. Preaching the word, and if nobody come up, and you just said it about Abraham Lincoln. So if I'm preaching the word, and I call for a altar call, nobody come up to be saved or whatever, that's fine. But long as I did my part and 
knowing that knowing that um I called for uh what I want to say repentance or whatever they might not got saved that day but I watered that's right that's I right. watered you see well, what I'm yeah, and, and here's the deal. And see, that's that's where the water gets muddy because you know, well, you can't force when somebody gets saying all this stuff, right? And I get that. So I'm talking about. So I'm talking about. But we need to understand that Isaiah said, "Here, my Lord, uh, send me." You, you understand Watch what I'm saying? It. Like at Watch some it. point, you have to know that I'm going to do something to make a difference. Do you get what I'm saying? Like at some point, there is something that I have to do on earth and I expect when I be sent, something gonna happen. So bring it back in the marketing. That's how I'm gonna need y'all to stop posting. Antonio. Yes, sir. I just wanna say one thing. It's like, look, there are Bitcoin scammers who have more faith than faithful Christians and Muslims mm -hmm, because they're mm -hmm. out sending thousands of thousands of messages having faith that someone will listen and get scammed and wow. send them money. What a great And example. here we are, right? Preachers, Christians, religious people, right? Wow. And we don't have faith that if we're true to our word, right? Wow. And we act right and we speak right, somebody's going to listen. We have less faith than some scammers. So we really need to think because wow. faith actually wow, is, only shines in the face of uncertainty. When that things are certain, incredible. then it's not faith. Then it's knowledge. That was incredible. Watch I, it, Ibrahim. Well, I, that was I, simply incredible. I cannot think of a better example. That <laughs> is my point. I'm not trying to be religious. I'm not trying to be anything. But that is, he summed up what I'm trying to say. Like, they're posting, they're emailing thousands of times a day. They're spending, they're, they're spending money on email programs. They have 25,000 people in their email list. They're paying $500 a month just to email somebody for an $800 scam. It's incredible. But we, oh, it didn't work. Yeah, you posted 400 times, Renee. 400 times is not good enough. You got 400 blogs. Keep going. Oh, see, I'm about to get on some people's nerves now. But I've been, I've been doing it for so long. I've been doing it for 10 years. Do 20. Keep going. Oh, but I had it and I lost it. Okay. What's the guy? Uh, what's, what's Iron Man name? Robert Downey Jr. Do what the hell he did. Go to jail, get back up, and then take over the world. What's the scripture, Antonio T. Smith Jr.? What's the scripture? You haven't done it unto death. Uh, I'm not, not sure in, in that case. Not sure. Y'all look it up. Google, Google it and see what she which one. I do know this. It's time for y'all to start posting, knowing somebody. Is gonna buy from you, Antonio. I'll just, yes, I'll just. I have some testimony here. Actually, um, 
for me personally, I dismiss like when I'd make a post and see that only seven to 12 people have seen it, I kind of get discouraged. But it's incredible because I was on call, uh, like on a stream with Kevin from the network. And he was like interviewing me and only 12 people had seen it. And I got six downloads on my ebook. Like it's, and, and when I asked him, because That's I was trying to 50%. see the conversion rate, right? I was seeing, I was trying to see the conversion rate. So I asked uh, Kevin, hey, how many people uh, saw the stream? And he, he prefaced it with like, oh, this will get shared and then it will get coverage and whatnot because all of his live viewers are fewer. So he was kind of hesitant about the fact that there were only 12 people live, but he has, his community has a 50% engagement, like Incredible. a 50% conversion rate. Incredible. Like even the top tier don't have that. Grant Cardone does not have a 50% conversion rate. That's the community he's building. But people see 12 views, six views, seven views and get discouraged, not knowing that they have the potential. Like if Kevin was on, like if Kevin's reach was the level of Grant, he'd be like 10 times more mm -hmm. effective than Grant Cardone because of how incredible his conversion rate is. So please do not get discouraged if there's just three likes, one like, two like, because the people who see it's just liking and commenting is not that like there's no reason for people to like do all of that. But if they're repeatedly seeing your content, it's like creating some psychological change in them. So do not go by these metrics, comparing yourself to Gary Vee, whatever community you're building, just be so authentic to it. Like Kevin is that you actually bring up its conversion rate, bring up the rate of minds being changed with your words. Right. That's right. Absolutely. So watch this here because I've been I'm pushing. This is where the rubber meets the road. Grace, get ready to show you calculate. I'm going to share my screen. I'm going to show you all something. Uh, I don't know. Just start listening because it's too hard for y'all to start listening. Here is Hero Post app. I've been recommending y'all. Y'all grown. You can do what you want. Okay. But in the last 30 days. Mm -hmm. 4,037 times. Grace? It's more than once a day. Man, more than once a day. It's more than a thousand a day. Uh, Grace, calculator, please. Grace getting ready to share her calculator. Grace, 4,037 divided by 30. If if math is still correct, if, if, if aliens haven't changed, it should still be 134 or something like that, right? Uh, no, no, say it on the mic, Greg. They don't believe yeah. me when I talk. I need you yes, to say sir. it. Everybody believes a school teacher. Yes. Outstanding. Okay. You, you 411. Everybody believes somebody 411. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. 411. <laughs> you something like that. You something. You short. You five something. You don't five, do that. Five, 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 five one. Give him a five inches, man. Give him a 61 inches, man. Uh, you are 61 inches. I'm sorry I was two inches shorter than what I, I, I apologize because you earned those two inches. Yes. But right now I'm posting 134 times a day and I actually am I satisfied? No, no, and no, and no, never no, no. What's the goal? Do something about it now. And how many I'm getting to, Grace? Lord. See, I, that's, that's the problem right there. Now I post, I'm posting outside of that. The truth is it's about 200 times a day. 
It's five thousand. Five thousand a day. That's a week. And I'm so what's five thousand a week, Grace, divided by seven. Am I sharing my calculator again? Mm-hmm. Okay. I need to see it because I'm about to show a video. Seven hundred fourteen. So until I get to seven hundred and fourteen posts a day, I ain't did nothing. I'm gonna need y'all to process this information. Not just posts, but convictions. Straight fire posts. I show you. I show you right now. And, that, and that's seven hundred and fourteen. That's manpower and automation, or all manpower. Both, because in order to but get to automation, all the above. Start off with manpower. Yeah. To start off with manpower just to get to the motive the creation the is a hundred percent manpower yep so creation is a hundred percent manpower and then of course scheduling of has to be 90 percent machine because there's no human value to yeah. clicking the button and so we gotta why? create it so my yes. point is when, when we say post and you speak just to someone who's beginning out they're thinking them sitting down coming up with the post hitting you know posts and creating a new post and hitting posts and that seems okay, like a fair lot so it's what you do then. Gary V blessed y'all on his birthday last year, two years ago. Google Gary V content model or Gary V 270 page deck. Either one to do it. He read a 270 page, what you call it, pre presentation on how to turn one piece of content into 64. It's out there. At this point, you have no excuses. Literally, you can. I can turn this meeting right now into Grace. Down the shit on the screen. It's out there. I'm telling you, it's out there. So, so it's out there. with this meeting, the audio rip can be a podcast. Yep. Uh, I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's going to scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger and how our mission can inspire tomorrow this is journalism that helps the world we live in this is mexit news um, the, the content from this can be transcribed into multiple articles that's yet another piece of uh, content but then quotes from those articles can be used to make graphics then audio with animation on those videos could become like if different shifts. Click the then three you can and four on the side as fast. Then you can add stock photos and stock videos and make YouTube videos out of this content. So all of these things can be done. Oh, and by the way, articles, a compilation of those articles can be a book and the book can be given as a lead magnet, right? So people sign up to get that book. But now that they're on, their, uh, on your mailing list, they receive other things like, you know, access to a video course made completely from just this uh, course alone. Just break it up, put it into different modules and think of it. So really you can find millions of ways to use content. All you got to do is ask yourself the right question. The question is, 
how can I use this? How can I not create anything else except this piece of content and use it to create everything else for every other platform? So this uh, deck is pretty extensive. It's got like over 60 ways of just using one piece of content. And here's the thing. I just don't want you to stop here. Ask yourself if there are other ways. You can make reaction videos, by the way. Like you yep. can have your content go to your friends and have their reaction videos. So there's just, all you get to do is ask yourself the question and you will be blessed. Now, one thing is important in what the question uh, was asked was, should we come up with the content and start posting? Here, Cal Newport's idea of task switching is very important. So please pay attention. When you're creating the content and posting simultaneously, you're in two brain spaces. Okay, posting is an open brain space. You're interacting, you get, you get notifications. So please create content in a space where you're just in the creation mode, okay? So create content in one sitting and then do the scheduling and the posting aspect of it. So That's even right. when you're doing human posting, schedule it as a human without any software, but do the scheduling. So posting should be a different task on your schedule and creation should be just in a vacuum where you're completely focused on creating this high quality piece of content that will get repurposed like into 60 plus ways of using content. Uh, Antonio, are you familiar with the company that uh, will take your video, uh, you can download it and it'll break it up into 40, 50 pieces for you, for you to use. I can't remember the company that does that. I'm not familiar with them, but what an incredible business model that is. I'll find it and tell you. I appreciate you. That is an incredible business model. Whoever's doing that went to ATS. I guarantee you that. <laughs> That's an incredible business model for sure. So there's no excuse because the 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 I the thought of having to have an agency is irrelevant because the internet has changed everything. Now I'm, I'm transitioning to my next point, which leads to my last point. The the idea, this is how I've made my living. Way before Gary V was telling y'all to document, I was documenting. Just, just go to Apple Podcasts or any podcast, type in Brick by Brick Antonio T. Smith Jr. And you'll see in 2012, you read the introduction, like you read the show description. And it says, follow the intent is as we attempt to build a million dollar company. We're going to give you the highs and the lows. And we literally just sat down with an iPhone and headphones and just asked people, hey, we recording. Do you mind? No. And then I would pitch people. I would do this and I would suck. And I just kept doing it until I stopped sucking. You understand what I'm saying? Like literally, it, it all, it's all recorded. It's, it's all recorded. And we I had no office. I literally had no office. So we would be and we meet people in Panera Bread. I hired Grace and Deanna in Starbucks and the background is loud. I can't even, I'm in Starbucks. I don't have an office. I don't have an office. I don't have an office in 2012. The, the, we're in Panera Bread. You can hear all the noise in the background. There's nothing. We, me and Tempest sit together, passenger seat, driver's seat. I take the headphones and I have to put them on a rear view mirror right and i have to kind of lean them towards her even more because she talks so low and so i'm in the passenger seat going really loud just to project and i swear to god to you in seasons two and three you can hear the rain hitting the windshield you can hear it it sounds like a static in the back you can hear the rain tearing up the windshield even though we're parked we would park 
on the side of the road and just, I'd be like, hey, I'm inspired, let's do a podcast. And we would just go back and forth because we were documenting everything. And literally when people figured out, oh, this boy's on to something, people start paying me because I was on to something. Rewind, press play. Today, I gave you the richest man in a trash can. I just documented every single thing that I know about money. People keep getting it. Rewind, press play one more time. Sorry, I'm streaming. It's every single thing that I know and I'm doing about how I'm building this video empire, this television network. Imagine if Larry King Live showed you from the beginning, rest your soul, how he's doing it. Think about that for a second. Because I understand one thing, and I understood it before I even knew who Gary Vee was. I understood it before I went to school for it. And I understood it because I was in a trash can. And the only way that people would not talk about me and people would let me eat or give me food or let me buy from them or buy from me is I had to have a brand. Do you understand how difficult it is to smell like mop water? I, I, I need you to fully come all the way to actually being homeless for years. To have on the same clothes to have your hair however it is, your teeth however yellow it may be, and to actually smell like a trash can and Texas summertime heat and to have salt stains on your clothes and then convince people you are no threat. You didn't come to rob them. You came to cut the grass. You can't do that. And of course, I I know you do not want to take the racial angle, but I get to say what it it is. Like being a black person doing this. I forgot about that. (laughs) I forgot all about that part because I'm black. Uh, Think about it. I call it it the suit up factor. Like you have to suit up, dress up. Yeah. It's like it's it's like if you're a white guy, you just need a polo shirt. If you're an Indian, a button-up shirt is good. If you're black, you gotta have a three-piece suit to convince people that you're on the same level of education and sophistication as just a white dude in a V-neck. So that's that's the un, uh, the social unfairness is like the social opinion. You have to like counter it by dressing up so much. And then when you are in a position in which Antonio was, just imagine how convincing you have to be to get people to trust you even a little bit. Brand. Abraham, man. Yes, Sadia. You have just spoken what we have all known for years. There's a saying you may not be aware of that our kids had to be clean. And in order to get the same thing a dirty, paler child would get, we were judged if our kids were outside and were dirty, where a paler child could run around filthy, no shoes, and still be okay. I mean, you're discussing things that we have all had to live with. And I know for experience being a CFO, I had to wear a suit every day. Better. You're a woman. Exactly. They dress down 
And let, let me wear jeans on jeans day. I cannot tell you how I w- that day went down, okay? Mm-hmm. On my never to-do list, okay? Never did it ever. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So the, the, that's the thing, Sadia. As 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 a brown guy, I can I can see and feel your pain, but definitely cannot to the intensity to which right. the black community. Has. So I can see like the roots of it, but of course there's no way I can see the intensity of it because I, like I've never experienced anything even close. But I can actually see why that would happen because there's this racial dress-up mm-hmm. divide. And I'm going to keep it even more 100. Everybody on the call who is black or brown know what I'm about to say is true. Even though I was fairer skinned and more appealing to them, I was treated bad. But imagine how my brown skin sisters and brothers were treated. Mm -hmm. I was almost acceptable, Ibrahim. I mean, I've been a token at lots of places and I I don't have a problem with that because I pull people up behind me. But do you, I mean, you have to understand even that dynamic of being paler, therefore almost acceptable to a point. The colorism of it all. Mm -hmm. Hey, you know, something that that can help those who are employed um, because I've been a manager and and I've, I have risen through the ranks of companies that were predominantly white. The key to any brown person being successful in a company outside of performance, because you absolutely have to perform, is reading your employee handbook and knowing your legal rights. Because the moment there's a violation, you can call the system to make them accountable. But if you don't know your rights within your company, if you don't know your rights within the law, you're just going to be a token. And then whenever they need to, they'll just kick you out. Know your rights. And I'm going to say, Stephen is the only person I know who actually got away with this. I know the handbook backwards and forward. It was under my purview. But because my boss was the CEO always, it didn't work for exactly. Me. But Stephen, oh, he has a story that he called them on their own policy when they tried to step to him about what someone else had done wrong and they were going to perpetuate it. He backed them all the way down. I was amazed, but I was like, yeah, that doesn't work for my job, but it was amazing. You have to do it with no attitude. That's the key. You cannot have, you have to be like Spock. You have no emotions. This is not personal. This is business. But go ahead, go ahead, Antonio. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, That's I'm gonna, the thing. Stephen is just, Stephen is not aware of how smooth he is. So he thinks <laughs> the actual key is to know the handbook. It's not the handbook. It's being knowing the handbook, but also like knowing how to you know finesse and handle right. everything. Yeah, you, you're you're discounting. It's the finesse. Being <laughs> yeah, he's got no, but I'm telling you guys, I had a problem with rage when I was in the world. I was in the streets, been arrested, drugs, you know, shot people, stabbed people, all this stuff. When I got into business, I realized I couldn't be that. If I was going to exist in that realm, I had to be like them. And I studied the managers, I studied the owners, and I started acting like the owner in every place I worked. And because of the way I carried myself, they were afraid because I knew the information that the owners knew that held them accountable. And when everything, a situation would pop up, I would calm one down and I would speak like the owner was speaking to them. And that made them afraid. Well, so let me bless you. Stephen is right 100%. 
Absolutely. And then just bringing this back to the point that Antonio was talking about, the, the point of getting people to trust you. See, see, these things are in the later stages once you have a job and then you want the people who might harm you to be afraid of you. But, you know, initially when you need people to just trust you and actually not be afraid of you, just yeah. imagine being in Antonio's situation yeah. and then having to play his cards right Despite like he was limited, physically limited, like he could not smell good. He no. physically couldn't be in a place where he could. So he was physically limited in so many ways that he had to overcome. Yeah, impossible and Im impossible. And, and then, you, yes, sir. Um, I love I love Mr. Stephen Walker to death, and he one hundred percent. But when it comes down to being a threat, ooh, ooh. One thing I always remember when I was in the military is that because I'm human, my day is gonna come when I make a mistake. And when you become that person that knows that regulation inside and out and you slip, everybody gets that smile on their face and go, oh, sucking at it. Here we go, here we go. Gotcha. So one thing that I learned to do when I was in the military, and those of you who can use Steven's method, please go for it. But what I learned to do in the army was, not so much confront, confront them with the regulations and with the rules and what I knew to be right, because I knew it inside and out. My thing would be to question what happened in such a way to trigger inside of them that I knew the rule and I gave them a way of doing the right thing at that moment. When they did the right thing, yep. everything moved, everything went away. I was good and they were good. If they didn't do the right thing, that let me know I need to take it to the next level because I knew I couldn't trust them. And regardless of what I said to them, they were gonna hurt somebody or hurt me. And that allowed me to go into another arena where I didn't say nothing to them, I didn't, I didn't give them a whole card. And when the time came, I just made sure the information got to the right people. But what I learned was in the military, and again, I was in the military, so I can't speak for civilian, that I knew that when you become a threat, people find a way to get you. And unfortunately, they're focused on getting you and not doing the right thing. But I found out when I gave them a way out, most of them, not all of them, mm. they did the right thing and everything was good with them. Everything was good for me. And the beautiful thing about it was they left me alone. Or as my older sister say, I ain't bad. I just keep bad off of me. Hello. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. Jerome's a master of letting people save face, by the way. Like if you look at his story, it's like he's a master of letting people save face. That's mm -hmm. his mastery. That's his mm -hmm. element. Like he can put two options and you think you're deciding, but like either way he wins. So he has that thing. <laughs> Antonio, when you were yes, homeless, sir. what was your, what was your, you know, you were definitely young and, and, and just strong in spirit, but what was your, was your motivation survival every day or what was your... Yeah. Every day. What, what made you move as fast and hard as you move? Yeah, I have nothing to say but survival. I, I wish I would love to um, like wow y'all with some great answer right now. Nope. I was hungry. Every day I got up, I got hungry. Every day. That was my only motivation was to stop that dang on stomach from growling. There was no other motivation. Now, the reason why I asked you that is because it seemed like since I've been here for the last three or four months, when you're talking about helping us grow our companies and we talk to your own staff, mm -hmm. it sounds like you're trying to tap into that part of us mm -hmm. 
to see just how hungry we are, not just in life or for the dream, but like today, in this mm, moment, today. are you hungry? Because if you're not hungry, you're not going to put forth the action necessary to fulfill that Starving. hunger. That's it. Absolutely. Because that's because, a good time. For, that's a good time for your 90 day spiritual journey. That is right there. About. That's what it is. Tapping right there, into the inside. Tapping yeah. into the inside of why you're doing what you're doing. Come on, yeah, bro. Absolutely. So. When I was hungry, nobody like Phil couldn't hear that. That was my struggle. It was loud, though, like a jet engine. But nobody can hear but me. And that's that's truly is how your vision works. Like nobody can hear Kevin vision, but him It's loud to him. I can't hear it. I can't see it. And until you get up and show me how good God is, I can't see it. May I say something? Mm hmm. When you when you describe your trash can experience. I'm gonna speak for myself, but I think I know the people that the individuals that are in these boxes. There were a lot of us that were just offended by the way that you had to live. Mm. I mean, offended. Cause you was talking some crazy stuff and it's like, what, who, you bet not. <laughs> but then to look at it and be you, like, see, I know I'm crazy because I know I would have smelt you because I would have made sure that you ate no matter what, especially if I'd have met you the first day. Mm-hmm. You got me? I'm, I'm that fool. We, we going to eat. I'm going to know what your favorite food is and I'm going to meet you. I ran into you know? a few of you out there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the way that you were describing yourself, I know if, if some of us could be completely honest, we would want to be dead. Mm. We wouldn't have, we wouldn't have not wanted, we definitely wouldn't have wanted to be telling somebody that we were going to be millionaires. Like, you know what I mean? We wouldn't have had the spirit that you, that you have. That's why you sit the way that you sit. And you stay with Because when, I just want you to know that because like, even when you're describing it, I know people talking about clutch your pearls and all that kind of stuff and then you you want to talk yellow teeth and oh looking mm-hmm. like straight butter mm-hmm. you know but swear to god he's the cutest thing in the world <laughs> but no i'm just saying real, like, nah, so you nah. have but you have grown into a monster oh, and it is a and 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 when you said that the other day about the fact that you went to school and the reason why you went for the study and that was so that they could understand who you were. That's powerful. Like that within itself, somebody needs to hear that because that's humbling because they believe like, I, listen to me, I'm misunderstood. I come in the way that I am. However, I for a long time been everything that everybody wanted me to be. Mm. So it never had anything to do with me. It was always them just making them everything great. Mm-hmm. That's why I appreciate you because I was never dirty. Mm. But I felt the same way. You you understand? I, I had the you. same, I had the, I had the same ploy, but I was never dirty. I always had money. I was clean. I could take the whole class out. You you feel me? I feel you. So I feel you. 
I just, I appreciate you because that's why I said, I said, well, dad, God, I just heard that because I'm listening to you describe yourself, but I know people like that. Yeah. I call them by name. And I mean, a few of them are still where they are, but you know, we don't have the same conversation anymore, but anybody that had a dream like you, I would have made it my business to make sure that your dream came true. I know that's why. Yeah. But, but sister, uh, you know, like from where you were, to D Block Church, mm. you have like traveled a lot in this journey yeah. of increasingly giving fewer shits about what others think. I like to. how you said that. But you <laughs> got to. You and look, to. and today I want you to. I just need you guys to know that I don't know what it is, but like you say, prosperity has one voice. One voice. And I bless God that I'm listening, because this is all on point. This is all on point. And um, tonight, the topic is, it is what it is. And I would like all y'all to be there. Gotcha. gotcha. So let's it is it. what it is. All let's right. get it. Prophet Jay, let me grab you, and I'm at the end of it in a second. Man, it's powerful to be that transparent. So you made me start thinking <clears throat> of the fact of my homelessness was not as a kid, but mine was because um, of stupidity. Mm. And, you know, on drugs and all that stuff. But just to be homeless for them three to four months, it was hard. Oh, so yeah. I can imagine, what, six years? Yeah, five to four, five to fifteen. So, was, so we was talking about this yesterday. I was kindergarten was my only school year. First grade is when I started the first semester, of first grade. But I was born in the summer, so I started kindergarten at four. So uh -huh. that would have made me five. Okay, and so then that I got adopted long, at fifteen. That long, I can't imagine. And the second thing is that it's powerful that. You got Monica on your team as a, and she was your classmate. Yeah, LaDonna. Yep. LaDonna was your classmate and still following you. Mm -hmm. You know, she maybe just came on to, to the scene, but following you mm -hmm. after all that you went through. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? All these people. So that says something about you. Wow, I didn't know this. Yeah, Antonio. Yeah. Reggie too, right? Reggie, Reggie too. too. Yeah. I was, Reggie. About, I was about to say uh that's Bishop number two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was about to say him too. Mm -hmm. So it's powerful to where you are going through what you're going through, and now 20-some years later, almost 30-some years later you got these people following you and coming out of their situation. They may already have businesses or whatever. Like I know Monica had businesses and stuff, but I bet you she got pockets now because of this pandemic. The pandemic wasn't just for sickness. Wow. Ah, yeah. Don't get me started, Bishop. <laughs> this pandemic, and I'm not trying to preach, this pandemic 
was not just a sickness. This was to mm, get people's attention. But anyway, it's powerful that you got leaders behind you that know you as a kid and know your situation. Absolutely. I, I didn't never thought about it, but yeah. And they were there. Uh, let me tell you, man, I wrap this up. I felt the fifth grade and I felt the sixth grade back to back. I got the jail record to prove it. Lord have mercy. Let me tell you, I do not have a clean record. You understand? But that's the wonderful thing about never giving up in entrepreneurship. When you're an employee, they ask you all that stuff. When you're an employer, they just ask you how much money you're spending. That's it. Like, how, how much money you pay it out an hour? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They ask you two questions when you're hiring people. They ask you 2000 when you're looking for a job. I'm going to need y'all to catch that. Mm. <laughs> Ain't nobody checking my background for hiring people. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. And nobody asking my social security number. Ain't no credit checks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's only when you giving up your position and your power. So I'll, I'll say this here because I was going to tell you all about brand, but we actually been talking about it the whole time. I don't know how you perceive my brand. I just know what comes back to me. Here's what I know over my dead body. And I mean that. Will I ever Stop doing what I'm doing. And when I die, it will be doing what I'm doing. And if ATS goes bankrupt right now, I will literally be on camera tomorrow. Do you understand? And I would then teach a course on how to recover from bankruptcy. Like I'm dead serious. <laughs> and then I would say, follow me <laughs> as I pick myself up for bankruptcy and get back the belief people once had in me. It's called the rebuild. <laughs> I don't know how to quietly go into the dark. I don't. I you don't. made a decision a long time ago to film the journey. I That's what you're doing. That's what I did. Before I ever had cameras, it was just an audio. Now it's in cameras, okay? Brand is everything. Now, that being said, I really need y'all to take your brand seriously. It's the only thing the internet has not ruined. It's, it's, it's the only thing. The internet has ruined coffee. The internet has ruined stores, the shopping experience, malls. Remember we used to hang out in malls? Now we hang out uh -huh. on, on Amazon's timeline. Mm -hmm. Like, think about that. We, we used to spend hours at the mall. I saw people during the pandemic. I never thought of so. I saw people during the pandemic have abusive relationships with Amazon cart. Y'all just, them packages never stop coming to doors. We, the whole country was shut down, but Amazon. It was Amazon hospitals in Washington, D.C. That's about it. <laughs> I, 
the U.S. Postal Service, and they were getting threatened to get defunded by Donald Trump. <laughs> they would say, please respect my privacy. Them packages kept coming, brand, brand, brand. Please, as we end in the next 30 seconds, I beg you, I beg you as much as I could possibly beg you, if you don't get yourself, start posting right now. If you don't stop shaving and get on camera and stop doing your hair to get on camera, just get yourself on camera, okay? Then you're not going to be what you prayed about. It's perfectly okay to pray to God that nobody shoots you. But when they shoot you, stop praying and move. That's my challenge to you. It's perfectly okay. God, please don't let them shoot. All right. Now that they shooting, I'm going to need you to stop praying. Yo, I'm with you, man. They quiet right now. Just, you said stop moving. I was thinking, duck. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Ain't no sense of you sitting in a, a bullet storm praying. Nope. Time to move. Just have that video ready. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Just have the video tape ready. Just videotape everything. That's it. Everything. And some of y'all bank accounts getting shot at right now. Move. Antonio, Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't play it better. You can dominate. See you in the mastermind here and right now. All right, everybody. Antonio? Yes, sir. Yeah, tonight, uh, time collapsing, we're going to be talking about kind of taking what you're saying. How do you position yourself to be an ultimate authority? Yeah. And then after that, we have our keynote by... Uh, Adrian. Oh, that's going to be good. That's tonight. So those are that's the two things coming up that uh, you want to be there. Absolutely. And, for those, be there. And, and if you haven't watched my 20th anniversary video yet, you might want to do that. That's it. Appreciate y'all. See you in a few seconds, y'all. Have a good one. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world. Not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions. $22 an hour. Paid training. And I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter. And that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there.
And that's why you need Zip Recruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that Zip Recruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that Zip Recruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out, uh, review, and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.